ready to understand and engage your multilingual audience? With language services in over 75 languages, Multilingual Connections provides the linguistic accuracy you expect with cultural nuance you need. Whether you need translation, transcription, subtitles, or voiceovers, Multilingual Connections tailors their high-quality language services to fit your unique needs. Request a quote and mention Little Bird Marketing to get $100 off your first project at mlconnections.com. That's mlconnections.com. Hello and welcome to Ponderings from the Perch, the Little Bird Marketing Company podcast. I'm Priscilla McKinney, CEO and Mama Bird here at Little Bird. And today I'm going to talk to you about four different areas that you might be either avoiding or maybe not really seeing properly where you could actually digitally transform your business. Now, these four areas are pretty big topics in themselves, but I'm going to give you a couple of tips as I go through these and really help you think through, wait a minute, do I need to think a little bit more about this bucket or this area in my business or can I move on? So I'll try and move a little bit quickly too, but I'm really going to try and deliver a lot of value to you today in listening to this episode where I'm all by myself. I'm just going to impart to you my expertise about what it really means to think about bringing your business digitally up to date. So I will start with this very question. Is your business digitally up to date? And if your answer is no in any way, (laughs) or maybe your answer is, well, I'm not really sure what you mean, then it's very likely that you're already behind. So today, it's time to rummage through that drawer that we've marked technological things that just seem too hard, so I've decided to ignore them. And we're going to change the way we do business today. So I'm going to give you some very key tips and really actionable items for you to take to work today. Luckily for you, there are these four kind of buckets and areas I'm going to talk about so we can categorize it a little bit better and make life a little easier. So if we get through one of the buckets, you're like, no, I'm good there, then move on. But this is going to eventually make life easier for you, your employees, and most importantly, make your business more competitive. So the first big bucket is like my favorite one, and it is social selling. The key to boosting your business is to sell, 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 right? Even on social media? wrong. (laughs) So if your social media marketing strategy involves a spray and pray approach that is randomly sharing recent marketing initiatives on Facebook or LinkedIn or wherever your admin team gets a moment to spare and where they decide to share it, then you're missing this golden opportunity. And it is actually a golden opportunity that very likely your more digitally savvy competitors are not missing. So that doesn't mean you shouldn't use social media for marketing. That's not what I'm saying. But done right, social selling is a lead generation system, and it is really a mindset and an approach that will boost your social media marketing efforts. It will replace cold calling, and it can even reduce your advertising spend. It tells people who need to know what you're good at, why you're the authority, and it gives you greater exposure to the right audience. My good friend Sarah Kotva from Fieldwork loves it when I say that unseen is unsold. And when it comes to social selling, we've got to get visible, but we've got to get visible for doing the right thing. So 
I know you're thinking, wait a minute, isn't social selling the same thing as social media marketing? And what does this have to do with digital transformation? But let me just tell you that they are not the same thing. Social selling is not a sales pitch. It's not a paid marketing strategy. It's also not forcing employees to quote, like and share all the company posts, which is really very easily ignored. Instead, social selling is a method by which you can zero in on potential business and generate leads by carefully curating your target audience and thinking about what they want to hear about and continuously giving them that value over time. I will tell you that 78% of businesses that use social selling outsell companies that are not engaging in this piece of digital transformation. Now, before you think that this is all about technology, yes, we're on the actual social media profiles, whether you're on LinkedIn or Twitter or Facebook or wherever your most ideal client is, but do not mistake this. Social selling is not a technology, it's a mindset, it's a skill, and it is a powerful way to use your know-how on social media in order to generate business and to increase business efficiency through these small digital transformations. Just as we leave this kind of bucket or this idea or this conversation, I wanna give you some really breakdown do's and don'ts of social selling. And maybe in this is where you can tick off the list. Yeah, I still need to work on digital transformation in my company here, or no, we've got it really down pat. So the don'ts of social selling, do not bombard people with unsolicited messages. That's spam. Everyone hates it. Do not add anyone and everyone to your contacts. <laughs> it's also spam, but it's also a waste of your time and their time, right? The moment that we say that everybody and anybody can be our most ideal client is the moment we're really saying we serve no one. Do not be inconsistent with social selling efforts, right? Instead, you want to consistently post very targeted content and very curated content. So as a part of that, you don't want to set it and forget it. You want to think meaningfully about what you're consistently posting. I always ask myself right before I press post, where's the value in this and who does it serve? Don't be afraid to show up for who you truly are and actually share your expertise. The truth of the matter is that 95% of B2B buyers want to interact specifically with the person who's responsible for the thought leadership that they've read on social media profiles. So if this is your thought, your expertise, then make sure that you own it and make sure that people understand why it is specific to you. What is your special perspective on what you do for a living and how you do it? So on the positive side, the do's of social selling include being strategic about your connections and who you target. Again, this goes back to the idea of if anyone and everyone is your most ideal client, then no one truly is your most ideal client. I have to tell you that when it comes to LinkedIn or Twitter or any social media feed, there is no trade-in value at the end of our lives for how many people were following us. The number is important in terms of the algorithm and expanding our reach and of course building our network, but the number is not important if they are not meaningful connections. So please, the number one rule of social selling and digitally transforming your team to socially sell properly involves being strategic about your connections. Also, 
do offer genuine insights, your knowledge and information to anybody who will benefit. Do not concern yourself with, well, I don't really know who needs to know this. You know what? That is for the algorithms to find out. If someone finds your information of value, they will let you know. So please make sure you go out and offer things and don't second guess yourself about your own expertise. Also, build rapport. <laughs> How do we build rapport? We show up as non-salesy, but very helpful and informative people. The next do about social selling is to make sure that you present your brand as a solution to a problem and outline very specifically how you solve that problem. Specifics are super important. People don't understand your solution as well as you think they do. Spell it out for them. That's totally fine. It's not patronizing. Let's take a short break. Are you looking for more joy in your life? Do you want to improve your well-being, increase your sense of belonging, create more impact, or simply have more fun? If you said yes to any of those questions, then check out the Year of Joy online community. It really could be for you. It's a place where you can find inspiring stories and practical advice from experts to empower you to build a more joyful life. It's a place where you can connect and share with like-minded people who are also looking to lead a more joy-filled life. Sound awesome? It's actually totally free. It's being funded by generous companies who understand the importance of giving people the gift of joy, something that is just so needed in today's world. So if you're ready in 2023 to make it a year of joy for you and your loved ones, if you're ready to find your tribe that helps you live your purpose, if you're ready for more fun, sign up for the year of joy at theartandscienceofjoy.com slash year hyphen of hyphen joy. The doors open to more joy on the 17th of January. So sign up now and be ready to receive that gift of joy. Learn more about the year of joy at theartandscienceofjoy.com slash year hyphen of hyphen joy, or follow the Art and Science of Joy on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Whatever you do, choose joy today. One thing I would say, just to caveat that, is don't present your solution like, we do this and we do this, and since 2004, we do this. Who cares? Make it about the solution that you provide that really relieves pain for your most ideal client. So make sure that you couch what you're saying in relationship. So make sure that you couch what you're saying with relevance for your most ideal client. Lastly, in the do's of social selling, share conversation starting content right? This isn't a monologue. Only celebrity TV hosts get away with a monologue and they have to be very, very funny. So please don't have a monologue approach when it comes to social selling. You want to engage with your audience and give them ways that they can interact with what you have to say. Social selling is the new selling. The majority of your buyers are already more than halfway through their buying decision before they get in touch with you, your competitor, anybody in your space. And so we want to insert ourselves earlier into that journey, and we need to do that by providing meaningful information. So digital transformation and how we go about selling really is all wrapped around this idea of social selling. So if you want to improve your team's digital prowess, make sure that you know the do's and don'ts of social selling.
The second bucket I want to address for digital transformation success is content management systems you're using. HubSpot, WordPress, MailChimp. So for those of us who are posting social content, too many of us are trying to squeeze it in before we head out the door. Sharing carefully curated social media marketing strategy is time consuming and it can be exhausting, especially at the end of completing a content project. And it can end up being the last thing on your mind when you've got millions of things to do, but it really shouldn't be. So many content management systems allow you to schedule social blogs and emails ahead of time. No more last minute posting of that blog article or creating a social media promotion to it or forgetting that you needed to get an email out after the conference. All these kinds of things are a part of digital transformation success. It's about no longer having your teams waiting for the last minute and having to get things done just in time. Use your content management systems meaningfully and to your advantage. Schedule your content days, weeks, or even months in advance. So take some time to tap into how your team is actually using your current content management systems. Maybe they're not using it to their maximum potential. And that could be a big way that you could get additional wins in digital transformation in this next year without actually spending another penny. The next bucket is about communications. And just on average, how often do you get a call from an employee that doesn't have the document they need to complete the project, or they don't know where they can find this file, or something's not saved properly to the server and they need a graphic file that can no longer be found? So if you're not already using the latest and greatest in communication tools, now would be the time to stop and rethink what you are currently using and how you can streamline that. Of course, there are so many tools out there, Google Suite, Zoom, Trello, Dropbox, Slack, it goes on and on and on. But you need to have a really consistent way of sharing information with everybody that is not bent around the preferences of different employees. It needs to be a streamlined system that the company is using so that everybody in the company understands what communication stream is responsible for conveying what information. So, for example, with our podcast, everybody knows that it's actually in Zoom recorded on the cloud. So it's very easy for anybody to ever find a recording of something that we did for our podcast in Zoom. We don't do that one place and then some people do it in another place, et cetera, et cetera. So in terms of digital transformation, again, it's not always about spending more money. It's about coming back and having a strong conversation with your team about what they're using each different communication stream for. What is it that you need to happen at your business that could be completely different from the last place you worked? How does your team want to work successfully with communication tools? The last one I wanna talk about is just one of my favorite <laughs> topics and that is project management systems. If you've been around me very much, you know that I love Trello, but there's Trello, there's Monday.com, there's Rike, there's all kinds of things that you can use. But taking communications one giant step further involves really executing on a solid way of working with a project management system. And I don't mean tinkering around with it. These digital systems allow you and your team to access projects and files and data and deadlines. Oh, that's so important for me all while tapping into conversations from anywhere. No more 
looking through an email for one hour just to find a comment that someone gave you about a particular project that you know the only thing you remember is that it was taking the project down a completely different turn. But now you can't find the email, right? This happens so often in project management if there is not an effective use of project management systems to keep track of the communications that are happening directly around projects. So the digital tools that you really need to be thinking about in terms of digital transformation for your business is look at the tools that really can assign projects to specific team members. It is so annoying to be very unclear who is supposed to be doing the next thing. What is also annoying is be very unclear about when the deadline is. Now, deadlines are an interesting issue when it comes to project management, because we all know that there are deadlines that are kind of short milestones, and then there is the final deadline for the project. So you need to think when using your digital tools, what really needs to happen next on this platform? It's not always placing the final deadline as the most meaningful date. You need to also set these milestones appropriately. And I do love Trello, I'm not paid to say that, but I can not only assign a due date for a project, but I can also put a face with each different checklist item and a different due date for each different checklist item. So if you haven't thought about that on your team, then you probably really haven't tapped into true digital transformation in terms of project management. So one of the other things a digital tool will help you do is really successfully share documents and information for quick access as it pertains to that particular project. So key. Also, these allow you to upload content for projects from multiple sources. You can have a Google Doc link, you can have a Zoom meeting link, et cetera, et cetera. And so when I'm looking at this one project, I don't have to necessarily go look in all my different communication streams. I can just say which ones pertain to this project. The other thing I'd say about digital tools, it is so key right now to keep remote workers tuned into the projects where they're working from. And for any of us who are road warriors and on, on the go, then you know how important this is. So I've provided four general areas where you need to assess your digital transformation prowess. If you take the time to look at what tools you use, how your team uses them, and how you could be more efficient with what you already have, you are going to streamline workflow, you're gonna increase productivity, you're gonna lighten your load, and you're really going to get rid of that hassle with an effective use of these tools. You are going to save time, you're gonna streamline your workflow, you're gonna increase productivity, and more importantly, you're gonna decrease frustration levels with your team. Just remember that digital transformation is not necessarily about getting any new technology. It's about coming to this technology that we already have and thinking about how our teams can transform the way we work and make it more efficient and more pleasant. I hope this has given you some food for thought today and it's been really tactical and I would love to hear back from you about what you've implemented, what's working, and also if there's a subject that you want me to cover on the podcast, I'd be happy to do it. So simply write to me at Priscilla at littlebirdmarketing.com. From all of the peeps here at Little Bird Marketing, have a great day and happy marketing.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.